Amen. Amen. Grace, peace, and mercy from God our Father and His precious Son, Jesus Christ. We truly worship Him because of who He is. And we are so grateful that we are able to be able to worship Him. We don't want to take up a, a lot of time on this evening, but we want to take a few minutes and talk to you about prayer and worship. Prayer is the most important means by which we can communicate our feelings, thoughts, and desires to God. Prayer is the most effective way of getting God to hear us. 1 John 5 and 14 tells us this, and this is the confidence that we have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. The Bible encourages us to pray without ceasing. 1 Thessalonians 5.17 says just that, pray without ceasing. This means to always communicate with God. There is no way we can live righteously without the presence of God. If we would just be honest and look at where we are and where we have come from, we would admit we cannot be righteous without God mm -hmm. or do right without the communication of Him. It is still in Him we live and move and have our being. It is still without Him we could do nothing. And we still can do all things through Christ that strengthens us. When praying, we are blessed because we believe by faith. The Bible says, and whatsoever we ask or communicate with the Father in the Son's name, he hears us. And what he hears, we believe and he will do. We communicate and talk to God about many things. And whatever we ask for, it must be according to his will and not our will. In our prayer, we demonstrate it by faith. Look at Hebrews 11 and 6. Hebrews 11.6 says, But without faith it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Without believing God or believing in God, how can we expect to receive from God? How could we be rewarded if we don't seek him? Both the Holy Spirit and Jesus intercedes for us. Now, look at Romans 8, starting at 24. That's Romans 8, starting at 24. 24 says, For we are saved by hope, but hope that is seen is not hope. For what a man seeth, why doth he yet hope for? First, we are saved by hope. We are saved by trusting and believing with expectation. If we don't believe he is, if we don't believe he exists, how could we even be saved to ask anything? If we see what, he, it, if we see what it is we are hoping for, how could it be hope? If I'm hoping for a rainy day and I stand in the midst of rain, 
Where is the hope? If I have my hand in my pocket hoping for a nickel and I am holding it in my pocket, in my hand, where is the hope? Verse 25 says, but if we hope for that we see not, then do we with patience wait for it. When I pray and ask God for, for I presently cannot see. Therefore, with great expectation, I wait patiently for the manifestation of what I ask for. To believe and to wait patiently with expectation pleases God. Look at verse 26. Likewise, the Spirit also helpeth our infirmities, for we know not what we, we should pray for as we are. But the Spirit himself maketh intercessions for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. The Spirit is the Holy Spirit and helps our infirmities. He helps, he aids, he supports, assists, and unites us in what we go through. The word infirmities is the weakness to which we are subject to in our various trials in this life. The Spirit helps us in this. Look at verse 27. And he that searches their hearts knoweth what is the mind of the Spirit, because he maketh intercessions for the saints according to the will of God. Purity comes from the heart. Cloudiness of things come from the mind. And the Spirit searches our hearts. And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose. Prayer is very important in the area of healing. Healing cannot be accomplished through demanding God. Look at James 5, starting to verse 13. Verse 13 says, is any among you afflicted? Let him pray. If you are having affliction, you're being afflicted, try it. Pray. Talk to your father. Is any merry? Let him sing psalms. No doubt in my mind, when you're happy and feeling good, you be singing. But we need to sing psalms and sing songs unto the Lord. Is any Sick among you, let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. So many times we we say after service, if there's anybody that has a need or desire or prayer many times. But, you know, if you are sick, you should take the initiative to come yourself and have the elders pray over you. And anoint you. Because it says in 15. And the prayer of faith. Shall save the sick. And the Lord shall raise him up. And if he have committed sins. They shall be forgiven him. It is through. Our prayers. That we talk with God. About our concerns. And problems. Verse 16 tells us the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. Also in Philippians 4, 6, it says, Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer 
and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your requests be known to God. Now, here are several components of prayers, prayer that should be observed. It's called ACTS, A-C-T-S. A is for adoration. This is the mindset and demonstration of great love, devotion, and respect that should always precede any request or petition made. In other words, praise is the key to the door of effective prayer. When you pray, do you just tell God what you want or expect? Is that giving him respect or honor? We don't make those type of demands on our parents, or do we? And if we do, that's a good way of not getting anything. C is for confession. Any wrong speaking or doing should be dealt with at the time of communicating with Father. Don't even think you are so pure you have done no wrong. Repentance produces sorrow for sin committed. We are promised that our sins can and will be forgiven. It says that in 1 John 1, 9. It says, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. This must be done before any requests are made through prayer. T is thanksgiving. This is the expression of gratitude in our prayers. We should thank God continuously. And when we ask, we should give thanks. Supplication S. This is a humble request only in accordance to his will. Humble because we have no right or power to demand of God anything. But we do have the right to ask. First Timothy 2 and 1, Paul says, I exhort therefore that first of all supplication Prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for all men. One additional component that, that should be added to this is with intercession. This prayer can be defined as the pleading with God on behalf of others. Again, it is by asking and not demanding. A good example of this is when Peter was kept in prison and the people of God prayed for his release and God heard and delivered him by the angel. Now, let's briefly look at worship. When we worship the Lord, we should praise, confess, thanksgiving, and we make our petitions or intercessions to him. Worship is to give reverence and honor to God. In today's world, Everything and everybody gets reverence and honor but God. What it says in Romans has truly come to pass. Man is worshiping the creature more than the creator. When we praise God, we celebrate and commend God for what he has done and what he will do. Praise is an expression that can be made in various ways. Psalms 150 shares some of the ways he can be praised. Confession, repenting with the intent of changing into righteousness. Worship makes this practical 
through the reading and meditation of God's word. We see confession is in our prayer and worship. Worshiping can guide us and convince us through the work of the Holy Spirit. Joshua 1 and 8 said, This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. John 14 and 26 said, But the Comforter, which is the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance whatsoever I have said unto you. Thanksgiving is an expression of gratitude that is demonstrated through praise and is used sometimes to appeal to God for help. First Thessalonians 5.18 said, In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Psalms 30 and 4 said, Sing unto the Lord, O ye saints of his, and give thanks at the remembrance of his holiness. Then last but not least, there's the petition and intercession. Petition is the request made through worship. Intercession is the request made for others through worship. Worship is rendered in a twofold way, collective and personal. Worship is basically what makes prayer an attitude. Daily devotions, Bible reading, gospel singing are the ways we worship God in spirit and in truth. Collective worship is that worship that takes place with groups of Christians in a Christian setting. I want to put emphasis on groups of Christians in a Christian setting. In order to worship God in spirit and truth, in order to hear from God, in order for him to receive the reverence and worship, in order to hear and be answered, it must be the correct group and correct setting. Prayer and worship are vital in the life of a Christian. These two things bring us in line with God. They enable us to experience true and genuine intimacy with our maker and creator, the father and his son and the Holy Spirit. With that hope, I hope that our, your prayers become more active and alive with Father God and Jesus Christ. I hope you begin to receive the answers to your questions. I hope your petitions reach the throne where God can begin to pour out you a blessing that it overflows. With that, my time is up and I thank you for yours.